0: How did you happen to get in here? I ran here. You scared the daylights out of me last night. Seems like the truth shouldn't scare anybody, man or boy. Thing getting you? Oh no, no! I just thinking about public reaction to all this. Hello, everyone. Welcome to When It Was Cool Dark. I'm your host, Carl Stern. This podcast is produced and distributed by WhenItWasCool.com. Hope you will check out our website. Check out our many free shows on our website. We have not only When It Was Cool Dark we also have when it was cool retro pop culture, when it was cool wrestling, and tons and tons of pop culture related uh, podcasts, biographies, and uh, so much more. In fact, if you become a Patreon supporter, which we hope you will. You'll get instant access to over 2,000 podcasts in our archives, plus much, much more. Check us out at whenitwascool.com and uh, invite you also to uh, follow any of our social media links on the front page. And uh, You are in, entering now into a series, and we're very near the conclusion of this series, only a few episodes left, that I've titled, The 100 Darkest Moments in Pop Culture History. Uh, What we did sometime back in the beginning was this show was about science, it was about uh, philosophy, it was about the unknown, sometimes we touched on the paranormal, religion, uh, ancient history, things like that. And uh, we've uh, morphed this show several times throughout its history. At one point in time we uh, focused more on science, at one point in time we focused more on horror and the macabre and... At one point in time, we focused on society and uh, interesting, scary places, oddities, things like that. And for the last uh, 90-some-odd episodes now, we've uh, done 100 of the darkest moments in pop culture history, and that was, again, to kind of bring it in line with the other shows on our podcasting network, uh, which is about pop culture, and today's show certainly Uh, takes a look at somebody who is very important in popular culture. But the twist on this series is it, it was dark moments. These were tragic moments, perhaps. These were turning points and not necessarily for the good in pop culture history. Now... Once we conclude this series in just a few episodes, we're going to uh, take another sharp turn. We're going to return to our roots, so to speak. This show was originally a spinoff of Brian Alvarez' After Dark podcast. Uh, we were for a long time, and still uh, many of our shows available on the uh, Dark Matter Digital Network, uh, which deals with the paranormal and things like that. We're going to take another turn uh, into discussing mysteries And uh, things of that nature. In fact, uh, we very heavily research show. The show will go to a bi-weekly format due to the uh, increased production time and a research time necessary to do those shows. We have some really thought-provoking stuff coming up. Today is, I think, a thought-provoking episode as well because we lost one of the really quickly rising actors uh, certainly very, very popular actor because he was part of the a Marvel Cinematic Universe. His character had become a super inspirational character. Black Panther. Black Panther had been around comics for many, many years and was a very uh, kind of a fan favorite character for a long time, had interactions in the comic book. It started off kind of the Black Panther was sort of a different sort of character. He was a very um, like adventurer type, uh, j- drawn by Jack Kirby. He had a very I uh, just uh, recently, I say recently, in the last several months, I read a lot of those early Black Panther issues and they're way more akin to Indiana Jones than what Black Panther ended up being with the whole Wakanda backstory and all that, but the character evolved over time into a very uh, important symbol, a very important character, and certainly in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it was really one of the breakout stars. I mean, breakout characters for sure, and uh, certainly elevated Black Panther to uh, a, a much higher level than than that character had ever been. And being a comic book reader, comic book collector for my whole life, it was very interesting to see how this character, which, again, had been around for a long time, really touched a modern generation in a way that was, uh, quite frankly, inspiring uh, to see this this character get a whole new life uh, breathed into it. And a lot of that was because of the star, who, the actor who portrayed Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman. However, the story of Chadwick Boseman lands on 100 of the darkest moments in pop culture history because we go to the New York Times. However, remember we've recently talked about how these stories, you know, these are oftentimes celebrities or, or someone very instrumental in the popular culture. We talk about how you know important they were, what they did that was important to culture and to popular culture. And then there's the however, and that's where the sinister music starts playing. That's where the downturn in mood happens. And with Chadwick Bosman, it is a very sad story and, quite frankly, one that touches me very personally close to home. The New York Times, Black Panther star Chadwick Bosman dies of cancer at age 43. The actor also played brown-breaking figures like James Brown, Jackie Robinson, and Thurgood Marshall, becoming one of his generation's most sought-after leading men. Dateline August 28, 2020. Chadwick Bosman, the regal actor, who embodied a long-held dream of African-American moviegoers as the star of the groundbreaking superhero film Black Panther, died on Friday at his home in Los Angeles. He was 43. His publicist confirmed the death, saying, Mr. Bosman's wife, Taylor Simone Leadward, and the family were by his side at the time. A statement posted on Mr. Bosman's Instagram account said, that he learned he had stage 3 colon cancer in 2016 and that it had progressed to stage 4. We'll come back to that in a moment. A true fighter, Chadwick persevered through it all and brought you many of the films you've come to love so much, the statement said, from Marshall to The Five Bloods, August Wilson's Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, and several more all were filmed during and between countless surgeries and chemotherapy. A private figure by Hollywood standards, Mr. Bosman rarely publicized details about his personal life. He found fame relatively late as an actor. He was 35 when he appeared in his first prominent role as Jackie Robinson in 42, but made up for lost time with a string of star-making performances in major biopics. Whether it was James Brown in Get On Up, Thurgood Marshall in Marshall, or T'Challa in The Black Panther, Mr. Bosman's unfussy versatility and old-fashioned gravitas helped turn him into one of the generation's most sought-after leading men. News of his death elicited widespread shock and grief, and many prominent figures in the arts, as well as civil life, civic life, rather, paid tribute to Mr. Bosman. Martin Luther King III, a civil a human rights activist and the eldest son of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., said the actor had brought history to life on the silver screen in his portrayals of pioneering black leaders. Joseph R. Biden Jr., the former vice president and current Democratic presidential nominee at the time this was written, of course, he's the current president, shared a post on Twitter saying that Mr. Bosman had, quote, inspired generations and showed them they can be anything they want, even superheroes. Oprah Winfrey, also posting on Twitter, wrote that Mr. Bosman was, quote, a gentle, gifted soul. Showing us all that greatness in between surgeries and chemo, she added, the courage, the strength, the power it takes to do that. This is what dignity looks like. Mr. Bosman had admired T'Challa and Marvel's Black Panther comics since attending Howard University, where he worked at an African bookstore as an undergraduate. When the opportunity came to bring the character and his fictional African homeland, Wakanda, to the big screen, Mr. Bosman embraced the role's symbolic significance to black audiences with a statesman's pride and devotion. He lobbied for the characters to speak in authentic South African accents and led on-set cast discussions about ancient African symbolism and spirituality. The film, shot in 2017 after Mr. Bosman received his diagnosis, was a cultural sensation. The first major superhero movie with an African protagonist and the first to star a majority black cast. It was near universally praised by critics for its thematic heft and array of dynamic performances by Lupita uh, Nyongos and Michael B. Jordan, uh, Angela Bassett, and others. Reviewing the movie for Slate, the writer Jamal Bowie credited Mr. Bossman with imbuing the comic book hero with both regal confidence and real vulnerability. Audiences were even more enthusiastic. Joyful armies of fans participated in special outings and repeated viewings. Many came to theaters dressed in African-inspired clothing and accessories, often using a greeting from the film Wakanda Forever as a rallying cry. The fervor helped make Black Panther one of the highest grossing movies of all time, with more than $1.3 billion in earnings globally. Its success represented a moment of hope, pride, and empowerment for black moviegoers around the world, and it marked an inflection point in Hollywood where decades of discrimination against black-led films gave way to a new era of increased visibility and opportunity for black artists. The statement on Mr. Bosman's Instagram account said it was the honor of his career to bring King T'Challa to life in Black Panther. How the Walt Disney Company might continue the blockbuster franchise without Mr. Bossman, if at all, was unclear. Although a sequel had been scheduled for release in 2022, filming had yet to begin. Of course, as we now know, that movie did, in fact, get made and uh, was released. On Twitter, fans quickly mounted a campaign demanding that Disney not recast the role. The studio had no comment. Chadwick Aaron Bosman was born November 29, 1976, in the small city of Anderson, South Carolina, the youngest of three boys. His mother, Carolyn, was a nurse, and his father, Leroy, worked for an agricultural conglomerate and had a side business as an upholsterer. I saw him work a lot of third and night shifts, Mr. Bosman told the New York Times late last year. Whenever I work a particularly hard week, I think of him. It wasn't an upbringing that suggested a future in Hollywood. Mr. Bosman was flanked by the traditional working class values of his parents on one side and an environment shadowed by racism on the other. In an interview with Rolling Stone magazine in 2018, he recalled being the target of racial slurs as a child while simply walking down the street. His older brother, Kevin, a dancer who has performed with the Martha Graham and Alvin Ailey troops and toured with the stage adaptation of The Lion King, was a guiding light. Mr. Bosman told the Times that he first gained the confidence to pursue the arts while attending Kevin's dance rehearsals. He had the resolve to be like, no, I have something, I'm going to do it anyway, right or wrong. Mr. Bosman said of following his brother's example, he was right. Complete information on survivors was not immediately available. In high school, Mr. Bosman was a serious basketball player, but turned to storytelling after a friend and teammate was shot and killed. He enrolled at Howard University with the dream of becoming a director. While taking an acting class there with Tony Award-winning actress and director Felicia Rashad, Mr. Bosman and his classmates were accepted to the British American Drama Academy in Oxford, England. The students couldn't afford the trip, but Miss Rashad helped finance it with the assistance from a friend and future colleague of Mr. Bosman, Denzel Washington. After graduating, Mr. Bosman moved to New York to work in theater. He wrote and directed several plays, including Deep Azure and Hieroglyphic Graffiti, many of which were infused with the grammar of hip hop and pan African uh, theology. He lived in Bedford, Uh, a neighborhood of Brooklyn and earned money by teaching acting to students at the Schomburg Center for Research in Black Culture in Harlem. A recurring role in the 2007-2009 ABC Family Series, Lincoln Heights, brought Mr. Bosman to Los Angeles where he soon felt the allure of movie stardom. Before that, I just wanted to be an artist in New York, he said. I didn't understand that coming to L.A. and trying to be a film actor was a completely different thing. Brian Helglund, the writer and director of 42, which gave Mr. Bosman his breakout role, attributed his quick rise in the industry to his striking presence on screen. Mr. Helglund said Mr. Bosman reminded him of sturdy icons of the 1970s virility like Gene Hackman and Clint Eastwood. It's the way he carries himself, his stillness. You just have that feeling that you're around a strong person, Mr. Helgland said. After starring in Black Panther, Mr. Bosman reprised the role in two Avengers films, Avengers Infinity War from 2018 and Avengers Endgame 2019. He was developing multiple projects as a screenwriter. He co-wrote an undeveloped script for an international thriller called Expatriate, And as a producer, he was a producer and star of the 2019 detective movie, 21 Bridges, for what he hoped would be a fruitful new chapter in his career. Mr. Bosman continued to take on roles with a socio-political edge. He appeared as a Vietnam War hero in the Spike Lee epic, The Five Bloods. Released in the spring and will play a 1920s blues musician in a film adaptation of August Wilson's Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Produced by Mr. Washington and Todd Black, due later this year from Netflix. A lifelong admirer of Muhammad Ali, Mr. Bosman sought to wield his celebrity to advance a greater moral cause. During the summer's wave of protests against systemic racism and police brutality, he expressed support for the Black Lives Matter movement and joined other black entertainers and executives in calling on the industry to cut ties with police departments. On screen and off, he was fueled by a commitment to leave nothing on the table. You want to choose a difficult way sometimes, he said, describing his acting method to the Times last year. Some days it should be simple. But sometimes you've got to take chances. So a uh, a very, I mean, a, a star on the rise to be sure. Even though his his uh, career started later than than most, and while he you know he had several very Im- impressive roles in these biopics, but uh, obviously to the mainstream popular culture, it was his time as the Black Panther that really. Uh, Shot him into superstardom, and it should be noted that I myself uh, can relate to this in in an unfortunate way. Uh, I myself had stage three colon cancer. I was diagnosed with stage three colon cancer. Fortunately, mine did not progress to stage four. I had many of the same procedures that Mister Bosman had. I had surgery, chemotherapy, radiation. And uh, it was not a pleasant experience. I also worked through uh, my time undergoing treatment, and I can tell you that was no pleasure either. And to have done these roles, he did especially that of of Black Panther, uh, I mean, it presents a very uh, dignified a very—I uh, mean—you you can't help but have respect for the for Mister Bosman for you know his just his strength in, in pressing through this. Uh, I was again very fortunate in that uh, they were able with uh, surgery to get all of my cancer. The radiation had uh, had, uh, according to the surgeon, had uh, basically. Uh, killed all of it and contained it, and uh, what uh, they removed was was uh, should have prevented you know any further chance to spread. And so far, I'm now uh, several years post uh, my final operation, and uh, have not had a recurrence of colon cancer. But this really brought it to uh, to, to task, and it's a very sad for me to read. He was 43 years old i got my cancer diagnosis when i was 42 and i was told at that time that uh you know if the surgeries and the chemo and the radiation were not successful that i had roughly uh three years or so to live so thankfully i'm well past that point now and uh it's uh very very sad to read to to read about this uh I can I can relate. I feel a commonality with uh, Chadwick Boseman and, and his cancer battle. I like the Black Panther film. I like the uh, Avengers movies. I thought he was uh, really perfect for the role. And um, yeah, it's I mean he was goodness. There's no telling where his career would have went. From here, especially with him branching out into directing and stuff. When we come back after a mid-show break, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about this this sad, very tragic loss uh, for Hollywood and the pop culture community, and uh, uh, certainly as as a as a icon to the african-american community with uh, not just him as an as a talented actor but the role of black panther as well it become a a cultural touchstone certainly one of the tragic moments in pop culture history and we'll be right back after this the thing I find most striking about the reproducibility crisis in science is not the prevalence of incorrect information in published scientific journals. After all, getting to the truth we know is hard, and mathematically not everything that is published can be correct. What gets me is the thought that even trying our best to figure out what's true, using our most sophisticated and rigorous mathematical tools, peer review and the standards of practice, we still get it wrong so often. Do not be alarmed. 370 dark 371 Darker Welcome back and we uh, discussed on the first half of the show about Chadwick Bosman about him being a uh, student at Howard University Howard University released a statement about his death on August 29th 2020 that said it is with profound sadness that we mourn the loss of alumnus Chadwick Bosman who passed away this evening his incredible talent will forever be immortalized through his characters and through his own personal journey from student to superhero. Rest in power. So said the uh, statement from Howard University. The uh, BBC in December of 2020 uh, had a lot to say about Bo- uh, Chadwick Bosman and his impact in his career. In an article by... Hannah Flint, in August the world gasped with grief when the star, best known for his game-changing role as Black Panther, died from cancer. But he left an awe-inspiring legacy, says Hannah Flint. There's a scene in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, the final silver screen appearance of actor Chadwick Boseman that stands out in the mind of his co-star, Coleman Domingo. The film, an adaptation of African-American playwright August Wilson's 1984 play of the same name, centers on Viola Davis' a blues singer and the uh, tumultuous events that take place during an imagined recording session in 1920 Chicago. Bossman plays Levy, a confident yet quick-tempered trumpeter, who wants to branch out on his own, but finds himself at constant odds with both Ma and her bandmates. The scene in question details an argument about the will of God between Levy and Domingo's band leader character Cutler, witnessed by bandmates Toledo and Slow Drag. During one particular take, as Domingo remembers it, everyone on set could see that there was something something happening to Bosman. The actor had stopped midway through a speech and turned away from his co-star, Domingo, thinking he was about to stop the scene. Improvised and yelled at him, Tell me, repeatedly, in character. Then, fraught with emotion, Bosman turned and exploded with an all-consuming rage and fury to deliver Levy's damning indictment of God. When director George C. Wolfe called Cut, the four actors fell into each other's arms, embraced, and sobbed. We were all trying to collect ourselves, and we didn't know what actually was in the room, what we were dealing with, or what or where the underpinnings of that scene. Domingo recalled during a Netflix Q&A event for the film last month. That emotion was a whisper at first, but then it was a roar. That man had his fight in him to the very end. On August 28, 2020, Chadwick Boseman passed away having been diagnosed with colon cancer four years earlier, and the world gasped with grief. He had never revealed his diagnosis publicly or even to his work colleagues. Boseman was a symbol of black excellence and of cinematic excellence, and at just 43 years old, he was robbed of a future in which he was primed for even more professional success and personal fulfillment. He was a virtuoso and heroic figure, not just because of his iconic turn as Marvel's Black Panther, but for how he raised the bar for racial equality and representation on screen. He was committed to this creative and cultural endeavor throughout his career, and it makes his cinematic legacy awe-inspiring. From his earliest roles on screen, the South Carolina native wanted to combat the pejorative stereotyping of black people in popular culture. Age 26, rather, Bosman was fired by the producers of soap opera All My Children for raising concerns about his character Reggie being written as little more than a teen thug. As he told The rap in 2019, it was not part of his manifesto to play these type of damaging stereotypes, especially as a graduate of Howard University, a historically black institution that had instilled in him a certain amount of pride, as he made clear during a speech at its commencement ceremony in 2018. The role didn't live up to those standards, so he shared his opinion with the producers, and they recast him with a the then 16-year-old Michael B. Jordan. They said, you're too much trouble, but they took my suggestions or some of them, Bossman told the rap. And for me, honestly, that's what this is about. Bossman wasn't ever motivated about taking roles for the paycheck. Rather, through his work, he always looked to challenge the negative perceptions and showcase the complexities of black communities. Very often, the humanity for black characters is not there, he told Rolling Stone in 2018, and he strove to do his bit to change that. Before he became a star, his regular roles in both the TV series Lincoln Heights and the short-lived Persons Unknown saw him shine a light on the troubling experiences of black soldiers returning from active duty and dealing with issues concerning their faith, family ties, and post-traumatic stress disorder. He was then able to use those performances as a basis for his first lead film role in the 2013 thriller The Kill Hole, playing a troubled Iraq war veteran. What really stood out about Chadwick is that he was committed in a way that's rare. That film's writer-director, Misha Weebly, told me in an interview for Empire Magazine earlier this year. He will completely absorb the character, everything from how they talk, to their background, to a lot of subtext that you'll never actually see, from that all the way up to the physical training. His ability and discipline to so intensely embody a character is why he became a frequent casting choice to play icons of black history. Bosman's biographical role started with NFL player Floyd Little in The Express, Ernie Davis story from 2008 before his breakthrough role in the 2013 film 42 as Jackie Robinson, the first black player in the Major League in Major League Baseball that knocked audiences out of the park. He transformed into singer James Brown a year later for Get On Up and then became the civil rights lawyer Thurgood Marshall for the 2017 courtroom drama Marshall. Through his acting, he wrote, rewrote, and reclaimed black history, critic Robert Daniels tells BBC Culture. His million-watt smile spoke of Jackie Robinson, James Brown, and Thurgood Marshall's harsh lives in comforting terms. Heavy preparation and research was an essential part of the actor's process. He would devour as much source material as possible, from history books to biographies to watching hours of footage and speaking with the people who knew these icons best, including Brown's daughter and Robinson's 90-year-old widow, Rachel. I didn't know if a young actor who was getting into a major production for the first time could convey him, she told Time. I was thrilled by Chad's depiction of Jack. I was moved to tears by the, to, by the performance. I felt the warmth and passion that Jack and I felt for each other. It's quietly portrayed. I cherished it so much. But Bosman was just as committed to the cultural representation of Africans as he was to black Americans. It's why 2016 Swords and Sandals epic Gods of Egypt is one of the few black marks on his filmography. The film was criticized for casting predominantly white actors, but he told GQ that he accepted a role so audiences would see some of the African descent playing Thoth, the father of mathematics, astronomy, and the god of wisdom. Bosman traced his own lineage on his father's side back to the Yoruba of Nigeria, Limba and Mindy of Sierra Leone and Jola of Yana Masu, which he discovered after landing the role of a lifetime as Marvel superhero Black Panther. Chadwick was a great man, bringing real-life characters to the screen with such amazing nobility, humor, and humanity. Marvel Studios head Kevin uh, Feg said during U.S. television channel ABC's tribute to the star broadcast shortly after his death. That's why he was the only choice, the only actor we ever discussed, to play T'Challa was Chadwick Bosman. Even before Bosman got to command his own film, he was stealing thunder from established Marvel heroes in Captain America, Civil War, and from that first appearance, he imbued his performance with influences from across the African continent. He learned Dambi boxing and Zulu stick fighting, watching speeches delivered by Nelson Mandela, and pushed for T'Challa to have the Xhosa accent and dialect of John Canney, the South African actor playing his father. Through the story of the regal superhero, Bosman saw an opportunity to connect African American audiences with their African heritage. Black Panther wasn't the first superhero movie to be led by a black actor, but it was the first to surround him with a black cast and position an African nation, albeit fictional, as a superpower rather than the center of the so-called third world. He and writer-director Ryan Coogler reimagined what a superhero looked like, sounded like, and came from to produce a groundbreaking box office mega-hit that gave the black community iconic figures to look up to whilst also having a universal appeal. He was communicating black humanity through the black heroism, and he was fearless in his ability to do it in his chosen field. Author and Black Panther comic writer uh, Tanisi Coates said, of his Howard contemporary in ABC's Tribute. Bosman's characters were often notable for their stoicism, but in playing them, he also displayed a keen sense of humor which ensured the Wakandan king, as well as his other roles, were immediately uh, charismatic. His expressive face invited hilarious sight gags, says Daniels. Think about how funny Bossman's interactions uh, with Latita Wright in Black Panther or his bandroom room antics in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. He could have easily become a great comedic actor on top of being an action star and a dancing, singing, act triple threat. It's a testament to his talent and conviction that Bosman was able to do his finest work while his mind and body was going through traumatic treatment and ill health. That he was able to keep it secret while finding the energy to play powerful superhero, a Vietnam soldier, a hot-headed musician, shows how much he had in common with the resilient figures that he played. His private life was his own, but in public he maintained a presence of positivity and compassion through fan and charitable endeavors, as well as the art that he was creating, above all, Bosman was a man who clearly wanted his work to speak for him rather than his fame. And the article continues onward. You can read more there on uh, BBC. Their uh, article: Chadwick Bosman, a film icon who changed Hollywood. There's no question about it. Chadwick Bos- Bosman was a was a true screen presence. Uh, sadly, aged 43 when he died. Born November 29, 1976. Passed away August 28, 2020. And it is, uh, it is very uh, unfortunate. It seemed like he had so much more ahead of him, both as an actor and as a director as well. And who knows where he would have branched out from there. Absolutely one of the 100 darkest moments in pop culture history is the tragic and untimely death of Chadwick Bosman. Well, thank you very much for listening to our show. Thank you very much for joining me here on When It Was Cool Dark. again, we are very nearing the completion of our series, The 100 Darkest Moments in Pop Culture History. And while this isn't a series, I can sit back and say, I hope you enjoyed, because I know it's been uh, certainly negative and tragic, and a lot of these stories are sad, and there have been a lot of scandals and crime and so forth. I hope you found it at least interesting and educational. And in cases like Chadwick Bossman where there's there's no scandal or anything like that involved I hope it makes you appreciate uh these uh these pop culture figures oftentimes pop culture icons and uh, will make you want to revisit their works and stuff go you know go see some of these movies that that were just mentioned 42 and uh, Black Panther and then go check those out especially ones you've never uh, watched before you may find uh something very very interesting we've recently we uh You've been talking about one of his contemporaries who we've named several times in here, Michael B. Jordan. And we've uh, uh, been recently uh, looking at the uh, Creed movies, the, the Rocky series of movies, and then uh, leading into the Creed movies over at WhenItWasCool.com. at some of the uh, type stuff we've been reviewing over there. So you may want to check out those as well. And uh, thank you very much for listening. I uh, again hope you will be compelled to support us on Patreon. Uh, We need your support there. That's the only reason you're hearing this show is because others have said, hey, we'll support this endeavor. And uh, it's not just a support. It's not a donation. Uh, We want to give you plenty in return. And if you come in at the $5 just for a single month, just for a whole month, you can get instant access to over 2,000 podcasts. So you're going to have more than you can listen to. If you'll just try us out for a month, I bet you'll want to come back and stay, uh, but for sure, you're going to have more audio than you can possibly listen to. I bet you'll find several series, no matter what your preferred uh, corner of popular culture is. We've got shows on music, we've got shows on movies, TV, sports, uh, anything dealing with pop culture. uh, We've got it, plus the entire back catalog of When It Was Cool Dark. Thank you very much for listening. And we'll see you here again soon with another show. Hey everybody, Carl here. I got a true story for you. The other day, I ran through the McDonald's drive-through. I didn't have much lunch options, so I said, "I you know, grab something here from McDonald's." So I grabbed just a, a standard. Uh, um, meal there. One of their numbered meals. Uh, was a double quarter pounder meal. I didn't upsize it or anything. Just got it as it came. Ten bucks. Ten dollars for this meal. And look, the fries were terrible. You know how sometimes you get McDonald's fries. are awesome and sometimes they've been sitting there a minute and eh, not so good. Well, there I was. Uh, ten bucks spent on this. Utterly unremarkable to not very good meal. That is literally... Two months worth of Patreon support at When It Was Cool. And we have two thousand podcasts for you to listen to. Listen, I want you to just do me a favor if you're not a Patreon supporter at When It Was Cool, I want you to go right there right now, whenitwascool.com, hit any of the Patreon buttons, give me one month. Come on in, one month, five bucks, and as soon as you get in, I want you to just start downloading shows, start saving them to your device, saving them to your computer, listen to them later. I want you to, quote, steal as much content as you can, because I think you're going to really like what you hear. I think you're going to love the variety. I think you're going to love the fun, and I think you're going to come back for more. You're going to say, hey, that was the best five months I've spent this month, surely better than that. $10 $10 meal I got through the drive through. this is what I want to do. And hey, we we appreciate it. Uh, that big fast food chain, eh, they don't care one way or the other. I promise we care and we appreciate it. Check us out, whenitwascool.com.